guys. Welcome to another episode of Pi and the Others. Wow. You tried Another episode of Pie and etc. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this is not Beyonce, Michelle, and Kim. This is Coco Nomads. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Okay, fine. Welcome to Pie and Michelle. <laughs> With your girl Tish. Okay, Pie, Michelle, and Tish. Okay, Pie, Michelle, Tish, and Pat. Oh, my star goodness. stylist to the stars. Okay, okay how come she gets you. like a little title yeah, yeah. and I don't get a title? Well, I mean, I think wow. he's already Girl, you had your chance and you didn't take it. Thank you very much. That's what I'm saying. And this is your girl, Anna. Okay, fine. Welcome to Pie and all the other girls are jealous of her. Coco Nomads. Thank you. <laughs> That's all we wanted. <laughs> Happy Pride, guys! Happy Father's Woo! Day, also. Yes, happy oh, Father's happy Day. Day. It's South yeah, Africa, yeah. so happy Mother's Day. Wow. Wow. Not Mother's Day. To all the Hi. fathers doing great things with them. Keep keeping on. The dead beats, we acknowledge y'all. <laughs> no, we don't. Why are we clapping? Why are we clapping? We don't clap for dead beats. No, we don't. Anyway, we have some special guests today. Yeah, they, I'm sure you can hear a couple voices, extra Commotion voices. Commotion in the background. Sure. <laughs> 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 who are we with, guys? I think you should tell everybody who you're with. I don't really think so. Who are yeah. you? Who are you? I'm TK. TK, Hi, TK. Hey. TK who? I TK Z. Just TK. No, we like it. No extras. Just TK. And then we have professional plus one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, no. Okay, so wait a minute. Who's actually the plus one? So is he? I'm the plus one. Oh, I'm right. the plus one. Right. So is the plus one. Oh, so you are the original. You're the I'm the original oh, invitee. Okay. Okay. Right. So and then we have Hotso. I'm Hotso. <laughs> Hi, Hotso. Hi. Um, How are you, Hotso? Good. Thank you so much. I'm oh. good. How are you? I'm good. Fantastic. And then we have Humphrey. Yes, I'm Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, okay, I'm, I'm so glad everyone knows their names. Yeah. So that's like we're off to a good start. Yeah. So while it is Father's Day, it's also Pride Month. So Pride happy Pride! Month. Yes. International Pride Month. Welcome. International Pride Month. Oh, there's two Pride Months. That's terrifying. <laughs> there's two Pride. Okay. There's two Pride Months. Explain. So when is the South African one? It's in October. It's in October. Oh. Okay. That's when I the first South that African Pride Month happened. Mm. It was in yes. October 1919. Okay. Um, and it was the first time that happened. So personally, mm-hmm. I celebrate the Pride Month of my people. First of its kind in the, in the continent, mm-hmm. um, and it, yeah, it's in October. Okay. But the international one, it's a thing that we only started celebrating in the last three, four, five years right. in South Africa. But typically, okay. the October one was the standout one. Okay. So wait, do you guys celebrate this month, personally? Um, um, I personally I acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's everywhere. Brands changing their colors. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, great. But mm-hmm. I don't really. There aren't any events mm-hmm. now. In there South aren't Africa. any pride activations in South Africa for right. International Pride Month. Mm-hmm. So it's more about okay, I'm aware that it's happening, but mm-hmm. there's really nothing we can do to celebrate the pride. Why don't you start something? Girl. Why don't you be the? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's International Pride Month. The South African one. 
Yeah. There's yeah. more activity around the South African flag. Yes. If we were to start something, we'd do it in October. In October. Well, no, in any case, you guys oh, haven't figured yeah. it out. Okay, when in October, sorry. Hotel October? and TK again. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. I don't know. When I said me the text, she was like, my gate was telling me maybe. <laughs> Can we actually use the word gay? It's oh, yeah. offensive. Okay. We're gay. So when is um, which day is celebrated in October? So our listeners also know because I don't know. I know it's in October, but I don't know which. So isn't there, there isn't specifically like a day? day. Oh, oh, no. No. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a march that happens at some point in that month. Oh, right. In, in Santa. Right. Okay, in Santa. Okay, so yeah. But nice. also, I, I, I found that there's a lot of ma- mini marches, if you will, that happen mm-hmm. at different throughout times the throughout the month yeah. okay. at different oh, okay. parts of the country. Yeah. Like there'll be one in Bloom earlier mm-hmm. in the month, right. and then there'll okay. be another one in Pretoria, Pretoria yeah. and then there'll be another one in Soweto, Soweto. Oh, okay. and then there'll be the ma- what we could what most main, consider the main one mm-hmm. in Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do we march to? We just TBQH. Mm. I think I've been to one Pride march in Santa. And also, I got that really, 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 really late. Shocking! Right. You? Late? <laughs> no. Not no, I. No, we got there oh, really, really okay, late. Okay, so was there? So obviously. How dare you? <laughs> you know what you know, Pai. I mean. Do you know what I mean? So we got there really late. So we. I don't know if any of the three of us have ever really experienced like a Pride Month, Pride March mm-hmm. from start to end. Uh-huh. Well, you, you have. have. Okay. Um, with her actually. Was, like, yeah. With I was with Google. I think it was about like. Excuse me, 2010, mm. when it was still at Zoo Lake. Mm. The nice thing about it being a Zoo Lake is that it was accessible to everybody, yeah. right? Anybody from anywhere could go there. It was a full on march. We go from one location to the next location, come dressed in whatever, whatever you're comfortable in, or like mm. an outfit that you feel like was too gay to dress right. anywhere else. Mm. Mm. Now, but, that was your time. Yeah, mm. we're celebrating the pride, mm. and it was nice. Mm. Um, people have issues with it being in Santon. Wow. They feel like it's quite a distance for somebody mm-hmm. who's to get to Santa. Right. Oh, yeah, it no, feels no, very no. exclusionary mm-hmm. and feels very white. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like it's catered to the white white But do you think that's because white people are perceived to be more accepting of it? Or do you think it's a cultural thing where they're hosted in Santa because it would be less of a taboo? Yeah, less taboo. Like there'll I'm, be less homophobic attacks in Santa as compared to... I don't think that was the the, the, the reason, reason behind it. Yeah. Okay. I think I think people in the people that stayed at Zule just felt the the community. The community mm-hmm. felt that it was just rowdy, it was too much, so they really complained to the organization. Oh wow. So it moving to Santa had nothing to do with anything outside of right. yeah. So once you got to Santa, um a lot of the people that were quite removed from that from that area felt like it was it was becoming very classist mm-hmm. now. Um so it's it really become almost like a political thing. Mm. It's very layered, it to is be right. Mm. Especially, I think, because we are gay. Mm-hmm. And okay. also the fact that majority of the gay people in this country mm-hmm. will probably be black. So the race part of it does play a point mm-hmm. in it moving to Santon. But also the organizers, as far as I know, are predominantly white. Mm. Right. Which also played a part in it moving to Santon oh, from yeah. Zulek. Yeah. And I think... It being at Zoo Lake, it was a very different to a certain extent um, because more, if you will, black people were available to show up to the one at Zoo Lake mm-hmm. than they are so at Santon. So do you think that was intent? Do you think they had that thought when they moved to Santon? That's why I'm saying it's layered. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they were trying to cater for everybody, but they also don't want to feel like they... Too much. Exactly. 
to only the black people or only the black crowd. They're trying to accommodate everybody, which is very difficult, especially in the country that we live in. But isn't Zule that it's that it's pop? It is, but not a lot of white people go there. Yeah, it's 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 very small. From a social aspect, yeah, yeah, for a social aspect, it's white. Zoo Lake. Lake. We're in Parkview, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, from a social aspect, it's more black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, into residential, it's very cookie. Very easily accessible. Yeah. Like, going, going, because it's like either one, for most people, it's one taxi, one taxi. two taxis, but like, mm-hmm. and it's quite easy to get there, but to, mm-hmm. for someone to go to Mauro's, and an additional thought that went into it. Um, so, for the first couple of years when it moved, mm-hmm. it did, there was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like right now, people just are so hungry to. Celebrate pride that they're just willing to go wherever wherever it is. I see we have a. Can I just can I just ask? Um, just moving away from the setting setup of of Pride Month, um, the ideologies behind Pride Month. You all three of you resonate with with, you know, the concept and what it stands for, or are you just like? And actually, what is that? Yeah, why 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 yeah, but from the hookups to make cute yeah. outfits, what is pride? <laughs> <laughs> I think pride means different things for different people. Right. Okay. It obviously started with the fight for visibility mm. and 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 mm. but now it's kind of changing. Um, and I think some people are fighting against the change and other people are for the change. Mm. So it, it means What's different things for different what, people. What, 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 the change is the younger, I don't want to say younger people, but the younger people don't necessarily identify with the struggle part of it. Mm. Which is, yeah. They just see, they've all, they've known. It's gay. It's gay. And it's always, for most people in their circles, in their worlds, it's mm. accepted. For most. Right. Not for all, but for most. Yeah. It's accepted because... We've got representation now, more and right. more representation. Right. Um, whereas other people still want to fight because they might not feel represented. Right. Yeah. And they still feel the need too much for the political side of it, if you will. Yeah. Whereas yeah, other is... people might not necessarily identify with that. They're just like, yes, I want to march, but not necessarily for the, you know, the fight. equal rights yeah. and the rights and the this and the that. But just because it's a time for us to get together as gay people and just celebrate our gayness. Right. And they're not necessarily... Um, identifying with the struggle part of it. Mm. So, which what do you guys identify with both, or are you guys more leaning towards? Maybe for me, it's a little bit of both. Okay. It's nice to march and have other gay people around you. We enjoy being around gay people, right? And it's nice to do that. But it's also really important to re- for me to remember the other side of it, right. the fact that it remember means something. From. Visibility, yeah, visibility is very important, and marching for our rights is very important. Do you think? It's more black, because obviously as black people in South Africa, there's one thing we'll never forget is where we came from and how far we've come. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's mostly amongst the white kids who are like, we're here, we're gay. No. Why do we need to march? No. Like, I think it's across the board. Uh, I see it, not, well, I, I, th- I think I'm, I'm recognizing it more and more mm. um, in younger black gay people mm. that they might not necessarily identify with the struggle part of it. Mm. Mm. Even though they are black, mm. um, but I also feel like even with us, we never identified with the, with the struggle part of it. Not when entirely. we started going there. Yeah. Um, it's something that we only started realizing as we gotten older. older. Right. Yeah. I know that with me in the beginning, it was more like oh, so many gay people. <laughs> 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 and it's like, 
it's about like making friends, meeting new people, mm-hmm. and also just bringing people in my life into like the space, mm-hmm. this area of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only as I've gotten older that I'm like, wait a minute, this is actually crazy that this is happening. Mm-hmm. That we have the freedom to exist and to be and to, mm-hmm. and that wasn't there before. That wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a part of my life right now where I've been doing a lot of research, particularly with like the evolution of queer history in mm. cinema and television, especially in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I marvel at how far we've come. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're also still quite behind. So music can be your only point of reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we've gotten really far, but somewhere, somehow, we've started regressing. Mm-hmm. But I also think that speaks to visibility mm-hmm. and, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. But um, Pride, in for me, in the beginning, it was about meeting brand new people, which mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the older I've gotten, I've realized the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with, and I feel like there was a generation that like paved, I don't want to say it's me because I want to age myself, but I feel like there was a generation <laughs> that paved the way for like Gen Z's to mm. even from like grade nine mm. to just stand in their truth without yeah. fearing mm. anything anything yeah. because they're like yeah. look at what's happening on social media there's all these other people how are you surprised that i'm gay girl right. what do you yeah. <laughs> so i, I feel like, like they have that mentality but that's how we get like generation alpha which is like people born from 2012 2012 right. going forward mm. they won't have as many questions about who they are and who they want to be mm. in the world mm. because they would have been exposed to so much mm. already mm. you know what i mean so um so I really like what, and I don't know if Pride is having that effect still today, mm-hmm. only because of the access to information that we have mm-hmm. on television and on the internet. Right. You know, so. And you, Humphrey? <laughs> <laughs> Humphrey's like, I'm gay, I'm here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, well, well, for me, in the beginning, um, Pride was a taboo. I don't want to go there. Um, Why? Just meant, I'm just... It means you're officially gay. I'm officially gay, yeah. Right. Right. And I'm everybody knows. You know what I mean? Now everybody can see who I really am. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't want that. Um, but when I, when I went the second time, because I've only been to two friends, uh, I didn't go to the match and everything, I just went there for the fun. Mm. For the gallery. Yeah, but now that I'm old and everything, but I do see. Um, I have pride in being who I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm not scared anymore to. You're I'll go right. there tomorrow. Um, yes. Uh, and I wouldn't feel any way, I wouldn't feel any, I wouldn't feel nervous about mm. being there, mm. you know, what I mean? because I understand who I am and I've come to accept right. who Absolutely. I am. I love so I can pride in myself, so yes. I can go to pride and just... Can, can I just yourself. delve into your personal business for a second? Because <laughs> Humphrey just mentioned how he wasn't ready to yeah. go to pride and make it like official, sure. like, I'm here, I'm gay. Kiss yeah. my ass. So with you two, how what was that journey like? Mm. Very similar. Where you woke up mm. and you were like, bitch, I'm gay. I think we all, um, my friend group, mm. have all had very like similar um, growths within mm. our gayness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like at certain points in our lives, we were all at the same point, same point, same point, same point. Mm. When we started going to Pride, we all started going to Pride together, mm. mainly. When our first pride was mainly together, and then a second pride, and so on and so forth. So, mm. our growth within our and an acceptance of our gayness was mm. basically the same, uh, but not entirely the same because mm. obviously we're individuals. Of course. Um, I forgot your question. So I just want to <laughs> tell me about your journey to to being like, <laughs> mommy. I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. 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 How to that family dynamics mm. and if you guys especially have religion, as as Africans, Christians. Yo. It's so lead. So lead. <laughs> uh, it's very individualistic mm. in that uh, I 
told my mother I don't remember how old I was, but I think I was like 19. Oh, late. Very late. Um, in so my did your opinion. mother not know? Because I feel mothers... Yeah, that's, what that's really late. No. As far as I know, she didn't. No, or if she did, she saw certain no. things, but she was like, he'll outgrow it. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, were you, can I just inter- sorry to, yes, I was about to say, sorry to cut you short, but were you trying to hide it at some point, or were you always that way inclined? Here's the thing, yeah. and we've had these conversations as friends before. Right. We've, for most of us, we've yeah. always been ourselves in our homes. Yeah. It's only when we went outside that we felt sometimes yeah. Yeah. So when I was home, I was just always myself. Okay. And my sister will attest to that. She's like, this is my sister, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hi, Yes, guys, we also have a studio guest. Studio audience. She's got something to say. There's a studio audience. Sorry, sister, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. Hi. is Nozipo, but everybody calls me Nozi. She's a voice of an artist. So we can ask. So did you know earlier? Is he younger or older? What's older. Oh, you're the last born at home. Oh, I thought you were older. But you still have a point. Yes, what I wanted to ask, did you. Looking at your older brother, mm-hmm. and obviously what you know about the queer community, <coughs> whatever information you had, yeah. did you know that my brother perhaps could be? Because you were what, 15, 16 when he was 19. Yes. Oh, okay. like so four did, years apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So did you? So, know, did you suspect? So I. It, it, so it was so odd to me because the fact that my brother was different only ever came from outside people. Oh. See, that's the thing. So for me, I was, was just like, for me. my oh. brother is my He's brother. Like, yeah. right. Just the version of him that I know. Until mm. certain people started pointing out certain things like, oh, have you, you, my brother got caught with a girl in his room. And I'm like, my brother. My brother. <laughs> And then, and you know, my brother and I have actually had moments now as I get older, I start to unpack a lot of the things that were happening that were just so obvious that he was gay. And it was like, my brother was a fan of Britney Spears. (laughs) My brother was a fan of Britney Spears and he had posters all in his room of Britney Spears, of Beyonce. The Certain things that you may miss that other people may talk about, yeah. like 
perhaps I would have liked my brother to bully a guy that was right. a teenager, mm. you know. Mm. But because as he's saying that it only came at him when he was 19 that mm. he wanted to be okay with who he was. Mm. He was never in a position to be that way because what if they start a fight? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then he has to he has to physically fight. He's gonna be like, I'm, I don't do that. <laughs> So that was that was more so like so there's dynamics even as being somebody who is a sibling or somebody that you love um, is going through that journey because then there's also a part of me that feels sad that my brother never fully was able to be himself right. as much as he wanted to because literally I didn't care. My brothers never come out to me. By the way. Oh, this is your coming out. You probably come out. <laughs> Oh, this is the studio audience, guys. So we do have. <laughs> Hi, I'm Simpiwe. Hey, Simpiwe. So much. So I was just sidebarring with Nozi a second ago that um, the new generation of kids don't feel the obligation. Yeah, I respect that. Actually. I have a cousin who is the same age as me. I was born in '94. We're the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just never come out to my family mm. and for me i think it's 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 an indication of the fact that I, so like we were having a conversation with, about it with my family about like okay do we need to know we like my family was like we should know so that we are, we know how to engage with the topic if there's someone who's homophobic in the right. family yeah. we know how to deal with you but also at the same time it's none of no one else is telling anyone else about who they're sleeping with. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right? Um, so why why is it something that has to be announced? Why is it something that has to be like, oh, okay, cool. This is what's happening. Heterosexual people don't have don't to. Don't have to guys, let's sit down on the heterosexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I should expect it from, yeah. from the other, exactly. Yeah. So um, just, a, just a question, um, Humphrey, I think, mentioned earlier about the, the fact that you were in denial at some point, right? Not in denial. Just not, just not accepting, right? Did you guys ever feel... Um, so when I was in high school, I had a friend who was gay, he later came out to be gay, but he dated a girl, I think, for a year and a half. And then only much later, when he come out and we were all like, but how are you in a relationship like for a year and a half? Mm. But, so did you guys ever feel that pressure to Conform. portray to the, to, mm. to the world that, no, I'm, I'm straight? Did you guys ever have that battle within yourselves? Yeah, yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt the pressure to date. I feel like I even dated. But only because like, it just I... I feel like I only came out to myself, maybe late m- grade 11 matric, right. to you myself. Did. It was very late. Oh, very late. late. Um, and it was a very difficult conversation. Yeah, like if it was sure. quite an emotional one even. Right. To help with yourself. Yeah. And, and the only reason yeah. it was so difficult was only because like, the rest of the world has been weaponizing this yeah. and making it feel like this is the, the worst thing yeah. you can become. Yeah. Yeah. So how am I now saying I'm that thing, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And I think because this Africans, especially South Africans, the only pe- the only person that they had exposed that they had exposure to was Somizi. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. felt such a distance between Somizi and myself. Mm. I didn't want that association. Right. Um so and he was the only one on television. He was That's the only true. one it really in media we still have those struggles to this day and also to be i mean to be just going back on some easy because mm. i mean i'm old and all of you 
I remember when Sobmizi, I think I first saw him in Sarafina and mm. he just watched his journey. Sobmizi wasn't like. That's like, true. Yeah. 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 Masculine. Yeah. You know, like all had crushes on Sobmizi. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he has a child. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but from 1996, Sobmizi was incredibly gay by then. Then he started transitioning. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh so for me, Sobmizi's story is quite interesting because from 1996, he was in Jan Ali. He was already yes. doing quite a lot yes. of theatrical yes. things. Yes. 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 But because he was first of his kind, yeah, exactly. he was still like, I don't know if I want to identify with that. It was Sumizi, it was the guy that was on streaks, he was a hairstylist that was oh, a sitcom that played in ACBC. Yeah, Brutus. First of his kind, he was the straight, he was the gay character, but as a gay character playing a straight role, he received a lot of scrutiny, he was attacked on the streets because we had never seen, yes, we had never seen any like that before. But like the strides that they were making in entertainment mm -hmm. were allowing a lot of us to be able to engage with that and have conversations. And I feel like television, to some degree, is the one that is, is something that is propelled us to to have courage to be yeah. like, mm -hmm. actually, I see myself in that person. Right. Which is why representation in media is so important. It's right. it's <laughs> Also, because I feel that media represents gayness in in a so even more worse. But back in the day, we've had so many great television series mm. that have depicted uh, homosexuality in very different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? There was a storyline on Yizo Yizo, which um, was trending for a number of reasons. But the guys that portrayed it were not feminine presenting. Mm. It was only two guys. Yeah. We had a story in SABC but, Two on I think Ninety One Plain Street with. with I was there. To be honest, I don't read other names. I want there to be a shift between like um, a you know a generic representation of white gay, gay. gay. Yes. Yes. and, and yes. I want there to just be a human human I think you also did that. I think you no, but also feel like you did that with having Lynn and and yes, yes. Oh, Steve. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Steve. 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 But I didn't like that. Oh, you and me and I'm I'm gay. Should you not the overarching? Yeah, you're, right. you're a human. I'm a human being oh. before I am gay. I'm myself before I'm gay. You're Humphrey. I'm Humphrey. Yeah. Outside of your penis. Like, but to your point, yeah. like, um, it, it's not being in denial or, or whatever. Uh, I still haven't said anything to my mom and dad. Um, but I go about my life as if they know. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, they've never brought it up with you. They've never brought it up to me. I don't think... I don't want to bring it up with them. Um, Can I just ask, what's your tribe? Uh, I'm in Devedi. Okay. It's from Devedi Bedi. So if they listen to this podcast now, they, they know. know. <laughs> <laughs> they know, they know yeah. you're fishing. Yeah. So they do not put pressure on you as in when are you bringing up a bacon tea? Um, they used to, but now they don't anymore you know, because I live. Clarity is clarity. Do you guys think there's any truth to the idea or notion that African? Uh, parents or Africans in general are less accepting and tolerant of, of homosexuality. Definitely. Yes. And I but think why is that yeah. though? Because, because, because the origin is not an African thing to be no, honest with No, but that's what I'm I saying. I have to disagree with that. Do you think it's an African thing? It yes. No, homophobia is not an homophobia. African Homophobia. No, sorry. No, sorry. Homophobia, not homosexuality. Because the, the, that's Homo to that then point, because the funny thing is, the whole disdain Africans have towards 
homosexuality is rooted in the Bible. Yes. yes. Like there's, there's yes. no other, there's there's no other point of reference. But then your man is out here having 50, 11 Bitch, babies. I mean, outside. Like there's so many others. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you look at the, the, the relationship between a man and a woman in, in a true authentic African, it was just about procreation. Yeah. Yeah. After I've procreated, I'll go back to my girlfriend and my man might go and back to look my best So it's life. never, like we just learn. So why do you like, think Africans try and act like homosexuality is the biggest sin but right. turn their eyes at the Husbands molesting their daughters. So I, think, the I, think, I think before colonization, mm. and this isn't just mm. rooted it just in Africa, I think it's like in Greek, even in Italy. Mm. People, which, which I feel are also like people of color, for real. Mm. Um, people are just living their lives just to live their lives. Yes. Yes. You're over there with your man, you're over there with your woman, what? nobody cares. Just be happy as long as as a community we're thriving. Exactly. It's more of a communal thing, right? Yes. But I feel like after colonization and the indoctrination of like religion mm. in society, that's when things really changed. Mm. Because also, Religion was used as a way to sort of control the minds and, and all, these, all of these other things. And I feel like, um, so I just feel like, I I feel like uh, we were indoctrinated into Christianity. That's a whole lot of people. Very long. Yeah, it's a whole lot of people. And even then, it was inflicted through pain. Yeah. Exactly. So for instance, in Jamaica, Jamaica has a zero tolerance on homosexuality. But that was rooted in the fact that during slavery, um, whenever... A slave would would act out on their owner. Mm. The owner would take that particular slave oh, and uh, line up the entire community <gasps> where oh. they would rape them oh, as a way to oh, shame them, shame oh. them, to 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 dehumanize them, to emasculate them in front of the entire community. Oh, so their hate of homosexuality is rooted in that. Yeah. I'm not saying it's justified, oh, right. but yeah. that's where it comes yeah. from. So I just it's feel like, and it's still there till this day, like. You know, homosexuals are living under bridges, just fearing for their lives, and I just feel like. And it actually, sorry to interject, it makes sense because I mean, I listen to a lot of dancehall. I love dancehall music, and a lot of the songs so always obscene. you know, cross and yeah. anti. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. you know, uh, gay people, yeah. and now that you've mentioned that, I actually, it's rooted in it something makes a lot of sense. So it's deep. actually more political. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. looking at it from that point yeah. of view. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just so, feel like that's that's the African thing as well. Yeah, um, it's rooted. It's rooted in. Something in pain, in pain. In, in shame, and something that is very un-African, yes. um, and that's just where we are. And I don't know what it would take to make Change. them see it. And for me, it's very surprising to. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Mm. I, I a black. You can't be. You can't be a black homophobe is a strange thing to me, especially for somebody right. that has to live that's lived through racism. Right. It's like it's the same thing, yep. just a different handwriting. Yes. Yes. Like how you, you know what I mean? So it, it's never quite made sense to me, mm. and I don't know how to get people to see it without putting like the Bible in front of yeah. me and every single time I have a conversation. Mm. I must say though that mm. I've always found like uh, I think we're kind of like on the homophobia mm. uh, thing mm. is that I've always found that I it, it, and I may be wrong and I am willing to be corrected or whatever but I feel right. like a majority of the staunch homophobes are a little gay themselves. Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> I feel mm. like it stems from a place of I cannot yeah. believe that you are allowed to live yourself yeah. Yeah. and I still have to be so mm. hidden hidden yeah. and constricted mm. and like not really being able to have the the freedom, the freedom that you to really have. that it's you strange. clearly have and how dare you have that much confidence right. in and yourself I can't. and that much pride in yourself 
right. you know, when we've been told for so long that, that it's wrong, wrong. Yeah. you know, and here you are defying what we've been told right. is wrong, yet I know exactly how you feel. Mm. We've had incidences where they have taken us so by surprise, and like recently, mm. where we are being treated unfairly just as a group even with their being heterosexual women mm, right in yeah. within the group yeah. right and there will be these men that will mistreat us only to find out that one of them has an interest in one of these gentlemen that we're with oh. this group. and it's but like they, they you come went across all as a the way you, you 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 decided to hurt us first right. and then you want to express uh, uh, some level of interest you know or desire but the reason why you're so you want to inflict hurt on us is because you're hurting mm. and hurt so now hurt. it's like hurt yeah i want us to be on the same level of hurt but they just know that i like you right yeah like which, you're cute which is which is interesting mm. because for me this feels like there is a bit of a cross right mm. you know how they say that thing like when you're growing up where they say if a boy hits you he likes you mm. Mm. why what is it about masculinity what is it about what is it about masculinity that feels like in order for it to draw attention to you it has to express why does it have to impose violence that's a billion dollar question and that's, and that's across that's across um heterosexual masculinity is a western concept that's across whatever Whatever mm-hmm. we're Correction talking rate. about, right? Wait, what do they call it? Whatever boundaries we're talking about, it's mm. like what is it about it that feels like it, it feels what is it about it that feels the need to be so imposing mm. that it has to inflict pain on the audience for it to find its own expression? Mm. Mm. And while we're on that topic, guys, what do we think about people who have that uh, ignorant school of thoughts that um being gay is a mental illness or it's a oh, demonic possession. Mm-hmm. You have to go to church so that they can cost, pray, pray, pray the gay the away. You cannot pray the gay away, but you know, what's going on? I think it has to do with that indoctrination that Khoza was enlightening mm-hmm. us on. Like, you know, that like everything, a lot of it stems from religion. Right. And we yeah. have to be honest. Black people are the most religious no. people yeah. of this yeah. Africa, yeah. it doesn't matter where you go on this continent. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, place. Jesus mm. and God <laughs> is there. Right. Ma'am, just yeah. look in Randburg. Like how many, how many churches? churches? Yeah. Hear me out, hear me out. Ooh. Hear me out. What if religion is the current language mm. that we have? To, to, to express something that is deeply within us a connection that we inherently have whether it be through Christ mm. whether it be through, through Zlako, mm. whether it be whatever whatever rhetoric you might follow right. mm-hmm. but what if we as as beings are just inherently very sensitive no, but it, isn't that religion versus spirituality? Right. Those are those courses. You I don't know if it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's so go back it and write an essay on that. We're discussing a little deeper, but for me, it's like... Mm. The fact of Uti, wherever you... So, um, so, 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 one of my favorite, one of my favorite dichotomies mm. is the question of morality against human expression. Mm. Mm. What is human... What is morality? Because for the most part, we, we express morality... Uh, against this rhetoric which is Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what if my morals 
go against that. That. What if now I'm in my desire? Yeah. 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 Goes against, against my human yeah. yeah. Like what is what do I? Yeah. What, what does that make me? Yeah. What does that mean? I think through time and over time, mm. if you at this point, if you really still believe that your religion can cure your gayness, you are in oh, your own little yeah. world that does not that nobody else can exist in. It's been proven and spoken about to death that that does not work. It will not work. Doesn't matter what you do, how many times you pray, how many times you fast, how long you fast, how long you pray, you are still gonna be. It gay. will not change. How many times you scream? Fire! 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 And I don't know what those people need to hear in order for them to believe and understand that that is a reality that nobody would choose this. Exactly. Remember what we were talking about in the morning, TK? I told you I went to the mountain and everything. Mm. You know, oh, you did. A, a traditional thing. Sorry. Remember what we said? Are you went to the mountain? Yes. To say so that. <laughs> There's nothing the that can cure in air quotes. Yes. Wait, so, wait, wait, so when you went Humphrey to the continue. no, but you went to the mountain not for the to cure. The no, gayness. I didn't go to the mountain to, to cure my gayness. But, but I think yeah. sorry, Dustin, let me just say this before okay. you continue. I think people believe that going to the mountains will cure that. Yes, as much as they could also believe that oh, religion can I cure that. that. Yeah, Humphrey did believe that. I believe that. I thought mm. while I was there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back there. Mm. I'm gonna be a reformed man. I'm not gonna, gonna be come back talking about sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. How old were you? <laughs> How old were you? I was 12 years old. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy a little too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. This is heavy. Yeah. The journey is so layered. Because yeah. it wasn't sexual, but I was looking at crushes. I had crushes on my guys. This is too heavy. I enjoyed getting attention from other guys. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there would be a little a boy in my grade chasing me around. I enjoyed that. Love it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> so when I went to the mountain, um, while I was there, my thinking was, uh, my thinking was, this is my opportunity. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So when you went, when did you realize that you were gay? Personally, a long time ago. Uh, forever. I knew it for a long. Okay, like, so not yet. I never. But you knew that you liked boys. But you knew it. I wasn't one of the. With, okay, with so boys. when you with went, boys. when you went to the mountain at twelve, you were like, when I come back, I'm gonna like. Yeah. I'm not gonna look at boys the way I'm looking at them. Yeah, I, yeah. Because now I'm a man. Yes. Okay. Now I'm a man. I'm no longer gonna be looking at men and be like, okay, that one is good looking. So when you're working on accepting your yourself. gayness, right. there's a lot of things that you go through as an individual. Mm. Humphrey's journey was after the mountains, I'll be okay. Mm. Other people will be if I pray hard enough, right. I'll be changed. Right. If I fast for ten weeks, I'll be okay. Right. Other people is something else. I can drink this away. When I'm mm. drunk, I, I don't act on my gayness. Mm. Or when I've taken a drug, well, I don't yeah. act on my gayness. <laughs> There's a who's that famous musician gospel? Oh, Lundi, not Lundi. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, wait, you said Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was Kirk? Kirk Franklin? No, not Kirk Franklin. McClurkin. Yes, McClurkin. Donnie McClurkin. Oh, Donnie McClurkin. Yeah, he came and he prayed the gay away. And God cured him. And so you have a figure who's that big. And he has and huge influence. Saying that the game was... 
It's only because he still he himself still has not accepted himself. Oh, okay. Accepting so himself. You think he's accepted the denial? But, but of what, yes, a thousand percent. But in what message is he sending to True. those who are trying to who want to accept themselves but and society in the church. sending them otherwise? In the church especially. Yeah. But it's a huge yeah. figure sending them a pray. I pray the gay away. Even what's her name? Jackie Hill. She's a lesbian. Yes, poet. Jackie Hill as well. And she was like, yep, I also no, pray the gay away. Yes, oh, so I'm oh. not lesbian anymore. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody is an island. You mm. don't want to feel alone, mm. rejected by a community, yes. by a family, by people. Mm. And I think sometimes it takes long for people to come out because they don't want the rejection. Mm-hmm. There are some religions out there but that are quite hectic. It doesn't matter how old you are, yeah. you do not want to be rejected by your loved ones. Yeah. Like, if you are, like, in the Amish community, you mm. are excommunicated for wanting to watch television. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine something you wanting to read a book, mm. they kick you out and you're on your own. You know what I mean? Yes. So, now you're like, telling me you're gay? Now you're telling me you're gay? You're trying to read a book? Yeah. Yeah. Because we pray every day. Right. When did you see Yeah. How do you know? It's a thing. Yeah, how do you even explain that? It's exactly. like, can you explain when you saw it? Right. So, mm. the journey so. to self-acceptance is a law, especially when you're a, a queer person. Mm. It's so late and it's got it's so many and things and so like... Long and lonely. Long, long and lonely. And the best thing you can do is to either... You can either accept yourself and accept that it's just... This is how it is. So right. if I'm kicked out of this family, if I'm kicked out of this church, mm. this is how it is. Yeah. Or just go on this lonely journey until you find the people that are really just meant to be in your life. Mm. And I think just we'll talk just one quick thing. Mm. I think one of the big injustices of existing in this now queer world, mm. I've one of the injustices is the fact that I feel like lesbians are completely forgotten. Forgotten. The more like British Which is why a part of there's a show that's gonna launch on module level. They are bringing awareness mm. to the realities yeah. that exist. Yeah. So it's a nice lesbian couple that mm. is married and they're existing. And to be honest, oh, that channel needs that. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. if I'm being like You're getting the right as much as I might get yeah. hate for this the people that are watching those channels need, need that education. That. Those yes. are the people that need That's the way they learn. Because yeah. in the past, I'm so sorry, you want to say this? In the past, mm. SABC1 was the, the, main. the, the place mm. we had. When Senzo and Jason. Senzo and Jason. I'm to watch but how far they can take it. There was a show called um, 91 Plain Street, 21 Plain Street with yes, um, 21 Plain Street. Liesl mm. Angle. Oh. Engelbrecht, Kim Engelbrecht, mm. mm. she was playing a lesbian character mm. in Thursdays on HBC2, but that was like first of its kind back then. Yeah. Then we had society with that like mm. lesbian woman, and we even had, what was the other one with like Brenda? Okay, okay, before Hotel continues on his rant. <laughs> but please, yeah. Okay, as we spoke about, you don't want to feel left out of your community and excommunicated, whether mm. Amish or African. How do you guys feel about DL, DL men? Ooh, girl. Ooh, you're touching a touchy subject. And for those who don't know, DL men are basically men who present, present themselves as, as not, not even masculine, as heterosexual. Yeah. They even go out of their way to marry Guys, women, you, but then they basically, secretly, not even unknown to their wives, yeah. they oh, go into the gay clubs not, and etc. Not necessarily. I have a friend who, I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> so my friend <laughs> is gay, <laughs> dating a, a man. This man is married. He has kids. Your, the friend is the married one of the kids. No, no, no the man is the married man. Who's married to a woman and oh, yeah. has kids. 
but the wife knows that's okay about the relationship yes interesting and how at his graduation party so we get there and the boyfriend is welcoming oh thank you so much for supporting my partner no way what? <laughs> and the wife is also and there. the wife is there oh thank you so much for coming no but that's not really oh, dl no. that's not dl that's, 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 no, no. that's an open relationship that's an open relationship no that's not dl these wives may act like they're dl was a woman <laughs> and the wife knew about it like would you still be feeling this yeah do you not be like know. how did she not know no she but knows the, signs are always there, isn't the it? wife knows what's going on but she's okay with the husband going on as long as like back home you fulfilled your duty that no but no critical. but i'm i'm talking about literal dl where no. the wife does not know mm. and the man is out here like how do you guys feel no, about okay. that? i just think Come. everybody has their own process going back to crick that pastor yes. man, the famous Christian Don McClurkin, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same, it's the same thing. Don he is like that. He goes, he was killed. Jesus snatched the gayness out of him. Oh, Everybody's process is very different. So he might be 35, married, um, and married to a woman, mm. but knows that he's actually into men or mm-hmm. happy suppressing that even yes yeah he might not have thought about it that way or um thought about him seeing a tk on the road and be like yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. he hasn't even thought that far or he has and he knows exactly what he's doing mm. everybody's and cannot afford to lose the family that he has yeah. everything else that comes with yes. him and uh, for most people it's it, homophobia and like being in the closet mm. is driven by fear yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Euphoria. That man. Yeah, but he's not gay. The father. The father, the father was gay, the but son. he had a whole family. Yeah. On the side. Yeah, but, but he would go busy. to like this underground gay bar. This gay bar and live his, his best until he had enough. Until he slept. And he was like, and I pissed on the floor anymore. That was his process. Yeah. That's what he needed to go through. So our processes are not the same. So you have yeah. compassion for DL men. I do, oh, to a certain I level. I, sorry, I have a compassion for them, but I don't see myself dating a man who's DL. It's too much work, it's too much effort. Okay, so I've got a question. Um, so as far as I know, and I do stand to be corrected, but I think South Africa is the only country in Africa, in Africa that has constitutionally accepted. Having said that, how would you guys feel about going to other African countries knowing that this you know, being gay is Uganda. Can I tell you? Mm. We we talk about traveling as a scheme as mm. we're like six, five, mm. six, six, six of us, mm. all gay men, mm. and we talk about traveling, and specifically Humphrey really wants to travel within Africa, mm. <laughs> and we are very very hesitant because we don't want even in South Africa. Can I tell you? It's the same thing. We don't want to necessarily be in spaces where we're made mm. to feel uncomfortable, sure. and that heavily dictates 
where we travel Imagine to. Yeah. Like, even as a black and person. And I'm pretty sure, especially as a black mm. person. Now you're black and gay. Now I'm black and gay. Girl, I'm, and I'm traveling in Africa. Yeah. What am I yeah. hoping to yeah. get, really? Especially yeah. going to places yeah. like Uganda. Mm. We won't even consider going to those yeah. countries. There's no need. You're getting arrested as beautiful as it is, as much as you might want to go there. But whereas, if you had to travel to Europe or something, you'd be more involved. That's where we want to go. Because we know we are likely to find gay bars, gay spaces, places where we we really enjoy being around other gay people. Your experience um, as a gay person would be, say, worse than my experience as a black person. As a black woman. As a black woman. 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 I think it would be the same. I think it would be the They'd same. They'd be close. They'd be very close. Yeah. I'm very know. similar. I don't know if it would be the same. No, traveling like, so if you're traveling alone. It may be the same. Yes. Or like yeah, very close. Yeah, if you're traveling alone, it's definitely. Oh no, if you're traveling alone, yeah, definitely. As a woman. As a, as a, as a woman, black yeah. woman on top of it. But yeah. in a group, I don't think it's the same. No, in a group, it's definitely not the same because a group of gay men are not received the same as a group of black women. Black, black women. Gay men, we are followed. Our everybody in the room turns and looks at us and turns around and whispers and gossips and turns with us as we're walking into the room and they follow. Yeah. We had two white eyes. people walk away, sit uh, far from us at a table today. I don't know whether oh, it's because wow. we're loud, we're because they were gay men, or because they're black. Black. And it could be either one of those. Mm. But when you're a black man, you we are very black gay men. Mm. We are very conscious about mm. where we go, how we go there, who we go with. And right. We think about how we're going to be received when we go to the, those places. Yeah. It's not always in the back of our minds, no, but as sometimes. As I was to say, as black women and as black gay we men, we, 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 we consider the same risks. Like, I, I can't just walk out of my building at whatever time of the night. With any outfits also. But most gay men are oblivious no. to the struggles of black women. Which is weird. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so, so hear me out. So I think that the two can exist at the same time. I think that one doesn't have to negate the other i think mm. we can one experience as a black gay man mm. can exist at the same time that my experience as a black woman, woman. can exist right mm. we don't necessarily have to be always in call we don't always have to be consulting each other mm. it. it doesn't always have to be an overlap but i do think it is significant that black gay men and black gay women just work so well together like yeah. gay women, go like gay women or black women in general. Oh, I think it's both black gay women you know, and black women in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like put, they don't necessarily put themselves in their feet, in, in their shoes. In the shoes Ooh, of does that imply privilege? I have a thousand percent. Yes, we didn't have that thing that we are men. It implies that men have yeah, you have the male privilege. So yeah, there's an implication of male privilege there. Thousand percent. Can I just say, just a prime example, right? Mm. As somebody who's an ally. Mm. Now, I mean, I think I'm a little gay. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> just a snitch. I don't know. Like I look at some woman and I'm like, I know mm, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to close myself I, I, and confuse exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, personally, personally, I've come to terms with the fact that I might not be gay, but I am on the spectrum. Oh, oh yeah, like, I'm like, sexuality is a spectrum. Exactly. So, like, I'm not my fixed point, but you know, yeah, in some way. Hence, I don't want to really box myself. But mm. one thing I realized: the difference between when I've been out with these particular gentlemen in mm. our presence, mm. and when I'm out with my male friends, is that they don't think to walk me to the car until I said something. Mm. Mm. 
see my brother. It never dawned on us. Like, <laughs> they, they, they never thought to walk into my house. And I can I tell like, you why? Because we are the same. We are aware that we're all gay men and like, girl, are you okay? But you walk into your car, that means you know you're okay. Yeah. As a man. But we do, and we apply the same thing to our fra- our right. female friends and our female counterparts that we hang out with. Ooh. We you know you're not okay until but when we're together we're okay. So if you are saying I'm walking to my car, that means you know you're okay. Like if that which would apply to us as gay men. If you're not okay, you'd say, girl, please please walk me to my car as a gay man because you know that you don't feel necessarily 100% safe in that space. So you would say something. And I think we are, we assume the same of women. Yeah. But when they in our business. we're older, we realize that we see that we, we do that to our thousand percent. We know the error. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, just one final question from me. Um, on the topic of discrimination, how do you guys deal with um, you know either covert or overt discriminations, either in the workplace or in social settings? Like, how do you guys deal with that? Like, do you feel like you have to be, like, combative right off the bat, or... It's changed as I've grown. Okay. Before, I would ignore, pretend it doesn't happen, keep moving. Now, I'm more of a space where I'm willing and wanting and will call it out. Right. I think it also depends on how comfortable you are. And it also riles me up the wrong way. Oh, it definitely riles me up now. Yeah, now. I get angry now. Yeah. Yeah, Versus when I was younger, it was like... Mm. I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. Now you confront Now I'm like, girl, what the hell is wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. And in general, yeah. which racism, which kind of racism is worse? Well, I don't know if racism is the correct it's term. Yeah. yeah. But like, which which experience is worse, racism or discrimination on the grounds of your sexuality? Yeah. It's it a little bit difficult for me as a it's black okay. gay man. It's very difficult to decipher which what which, what, which actually is. happening here. Is it right, because I'm gay or right. is it because I'm black? Which is right. it? Especially because we live in the country that we live in. It's not easy to decipher what is actually happening. Yeah, sure. I think if I, we lived in Europe, um, maybe it would be different. Mm. But I don't know because there's also racism there, mm. and then you have to consider that as well. Mm. But it's very difficult for me personally to, to kind decipher. of decipher which is which mm. in this moment that's happening because yeah. it could be either or. Mm. So bottom line, like she said, hate is hate, hate is hate. hate. Is hate. Mm. Mm. I once went to a place in Cape Town. I was with mm. uh, two other gay friends, and it was completely white it was mm. all these white people the only two black people that we saw were, were the people working there. not even working oh begging on the like hobos oh, and walking on the street yeah. so once we got to this restaurant it was like all the cleaners all the waiters every every working class person in that restaurant was white mm-hmm. every patron was white mm-hmm. so we sat in the parking lot like do we really want to do this right. we're black we're gay we're wearing short shorts <laughs> do we really want, want to, to do this right. and i feel like that is something that is a thought i've never had to mm. go through before mm. um and as a result we just never went in on your land no yeah most of the time can <laughs> I tell you, most of the time <laughs> that's a long conversation we will <laughs> assume it's racism and not homophobia mm. then there's also that most of the time we will assume it's racism and not homophobia mm. and then maybe after a while you'll be like wait a minute was that yeah. really about my yeah. race was it about my sex yeah. well, but most of the time we assume it's because and I'm then towards, uh, from african people Oh, we know it's because I'm gay, and that I'm like, nigga, get out of here! What the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Have you never met a gay person in your life? Mm. 
I'm not an anomaly. I'm I'm not something new that you're experiencing. So get over yourself and keep it moving, and my life will continue. But that's, that's also twofold, life. also because we have had like relations with like, you know, uh, African men from mm. different parts of the continent. Oh, um, so um, you would interact with them, you'd experience them, and I think it's once the discrimination is overt mm. that only then you would have that stance. But other times it's like, what's really going on here? Mm. Like, are you? Are you? Are you? Or yeah. 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 Yeah, the workplace is, is a place where like people mind their business, and it's another place where you, we spend a lot of our, of our times at work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it is a place where you just need to be who you are. Right. Um, I know, and uh, people just don't care what what at work. Like, at work. Mm. No, yeah, people don't care. People, don't care. Don't people are there to. Make do they money. in corporate in Cyril's economy you have other things to worry about like, I will say yeah. I think that Humphrey is predominantly in yeah. corporate outside of corporate it might not be the same yeah, yeah well in my experience is that in corporate no one cares no one cares as long as you're doing but your job especially yeah. they, they in fact support you to be who you are because you know if you're if you're who you, if you're yourself, mm. then you your, your performance, performance is mm. likely to yeah. be better. Yeah. Yeah. But in other industries, it's not so simple. Uh, I think with, in my background, um, being a black gay man mm. in my industry has been a great Which help. Is what is your industry? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm in hospitality, mm. predominantly mm. in hospitality. And I think mm. that plays to... Uh, how I relate to people, and because in that industry you need to be a people's person. Right. Right. If you are a flamboyant gay man or gay woman, Even you'll be okay. Mm. You won't. Here and there, you might feel like, oh, that person is homophobic. That's why they're reacting to me like that, and mm. I'll, you know, either tone it down or not even interact at all. Mm. Um, but in my industry, it it's proven to be a good thing that I'm gay. Because people want a joyous person. Yeah, in general. And they want to enjoy that, but I don't know how far that goes. It Mm. it ends with you being at my restaurant, and then once you leave, that's that. One last... It's not really a question directed at you guys, um, but we all know that when, you know, males go to jail, Mm. um, somehow, you know, there's this... You know, they get raped and all of that. So straight Um, men. Straight men or any kind of man. Okay. So my question, and I suppose anyone can, like you guys wouldn't necessarily know, but it's just an observation. And, and you don't I'm know making. have you been in jail? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know is, um, do you think the people there who perpetrate that, um, is it maybe, you know, some of them, could it be that, you know, they're able to express their sexuality? No. No. Or do you think it goes it's back power. to like, the no, point that you made? Yeah, it's access. Yeah. It's violence. It's violence. It's violence and access. So it's just right. used have, as a way to no just like... Yeah. Majority yeah. of it. I think majority it's, of it is driven violence. by violence. By violence. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you think that a man like that could, you know, leave prison and never have that inclination? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a sexual thing. That's what I want to get, you know. Majority of so where, so where our society perhaps takes one takes homosexuality and 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 mixes up mixes it up for perversion mm. uh, and and I'm very specific about those two words is that one is love and one is hate mm. another is in is is done to implicit is is done to inflict pain and torture mm. and, and another is done Dominance. to embrace yeah. right. Right. Yeah. Rape isn't sex. That come from like that's a sexual right. desire. Yeah, 
such complaints. Desire. There's no sexual desire. There's no sexual desire at all. It's literally just about power. Yeah. And excess, like yeah. she said, but mostly yeah. about power. There's literally yeah. no vaginas, so it's like... Yeah. I thought it was really amazing. Even if there were vaginas, it would not be done in a safe environment. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just Rape about power. Sex. Okay. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, that was you guys. That was so Obviously, you know, as part of our show, we always do my least favorite segment because now now everybody's business. It's hard, but you need this segment (laughs) every time. (laughs) (laughs) But you need it every time. But it's time for (laughs) show me the receipts. Do you want me to bring the receipts? Do I need to bring the receipts, baby girl? It's Pride Month, and we have special guests. We have three Pride-related questions. Beautiful. So please pick one. Yara? <laughs> Do I have to answer the one that I picked? Yes. yes. Please pick one. Girl. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. So TK, please read out your question. Of course you have Jesus. <laughs> are you <laughs> Are you interested in getting legally married? Ooh, nice question. Um not really. Because I don't think growing up knowing i was gay i think and i think growing up it was before we had rights to marry Mm -hmm. i kind of knew subconsciously that i would never get married and i didn't want to get married also because i knew it would never be recognized Mm -hmm. and i think that's still part of me Mm -hmm. right now um so i don't necessarily want to get married i don't feel like it, it would solidify anything i would however like like a commitment ceremony because uh-huh. I just want to party. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to look cute and look great and have right. outfit changes that everybody's eyes are on. Yeah. I love that. So I want a commitment ceremony, but I don't necessarily want like a legal. But you want like yeah. a leech? Because I don't care whether it's legal, legalized or not. Is it legally binding a commitment ceremony? It would be. It is in yeah. South Africa. Is it? Is it? A commitment ceremony. I think it would be considered like a lobola. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it yeah. would take the same connotation as Lobola as yeah. our. But in the law, it would be recognized still as a yes. mm-hmm. as a marriage. Right. Yeah. Which is the thing is actually I have to correct that because we've dealt with this in the hospital before. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to have been an exchange of some sort yeah. so prior to being recognized. Okay. Yes. Like, according to the law. So what's like the exchange? Ma- like a ring or a monetary, a monetary exchange? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. both parties from mm-hmm. both families acknowledge, acknowledge the union. Right. Yes. With, with, yeah, if that isn't happening and it's just a party, it's just, it a, party. It's just a party. Okay, okay, so I'm just having a party. Or <laughs> even just living together for five no, years. No, but yeah, living together counts, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Living together does count. Even for sure. No, even no, it doesn't matter. Living together. Yeah. More than five years. More than five years. No, it counts. More than five years. You can't claim. Even you have spousal privilege. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Well, get Gale your furniture, straight. girl. <laughs> <laughs> my question is, who was the first boy that broke your heart? Oh, oh no, my God. I know. Um, I'm not going to say his name. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was sort of like, I wasn't aware I was enough with this person mm-hmm. until, obviously I was. It was at, it happened in 2020. Um, Yo, I'm called Baby Now, now. It's a journey. Um, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. It was my first love, mm-hmm. and um, 
I wasn't aware I could ever feel that way about a person. Someone yeah. yeah. Who made me feel like I can actually just be with you for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, and even with me I didn't recognizing the fact that, oh my god, like I'm so broken that you're not in my life. Mm. It took me a long time to recognize the fact that somebody had that much of an effect on, on me. You. Um, and I feel like after him, it's been really difficult. Mm. And that was heartbreak. It took you a while to realize that that was heartbreak. That it took me a while to realize that was heartbreak. So yeah. are, you, are you over him? I was heartbreak. I am over him now. Okay. You were heartbreak. I was heartbreak before you yeah. too, girl. <laughs> Um, I am very much over him right now. I haven't seen him since, and I just wonder so if what that is actually. What if you walked in? What right if you walked in right now? What to be honest with you, I don't know. Okay. okay, but I, I'm quite. I would be quite curious to to know to see. Yeah. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah. A really nice happen. guy, really no. great and guy. And what the lesson is for him? What the growth? Would so can I ask yeah, why you guys went your separate ways? You can't ask. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for asking. <laughs> In other words, my, none off, of your damn business. No, I'm gonna ask you okay. Yeah, you can ask me off air. Okay, Humphrey, your uh, question. Yeah, uh, my question says: Is your entire family welcoming about your sexuality? Mm. Um, so I've begun, I'm on a journey of like coming out to them. Right. You know, I, I'm doing it in my own time. We're in our thirties, by the way, no, guys. So perspective <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> so I've come out to my aunt, to my cousin, my sister. Yeah. The only people left my uncle. Well, my uncle found out from the streets. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> she's a With your symbol, you have. Yeah. <laughs> from the streets, right? So, but my, the only people left is my mom and dad. Mm. Um, so, but I feel like they know, and it's just a matter of having the conversation. Yeah, it's just a matter yeah. of having a, a, a conversation, conversation with them. them. So, are they entire? Is my entire family welcoming? I would say, yeah, because I mean, they, I feel like they, they love me. So, yeah. and they've even stopped antagonizing about like when you're gonna get married. Yeah, and they stopped asking me those questions when you're getting a baby. Where is the magoti? It's just up to me to go to them and have a conversation. But uh, that's all I just need to do at this point. Okay. At this point. So I they know. I don't mean to like, mm. you know, like um, unpack that mm. process. But mm. if I was your mom, I would be so offended that everybody else knew. Except me. But the mom doesn't know. The mom is. The mom knows. Yes, Can I tell you something to say? Yes, she may know. When she finds out. The fact that you felt open enough to talk to them and not the person that gave birth to you. Not necessarily because Wait, our mothers are not the Anisha, same. I'm making exactly. a point. Isn't it? I'm just saying that as a woman, right, and how pe- people have um, painted motherhood and whatnot, mm. I don't think that there's mm. ever a connection that could ever mm. o- to overtake that Over, kind of connection yeah. that a mom has with to their child. child. You but do you, know, do you not think it's a hierarchy of impulse also with your children? children. Mm. Sometimes I'm, I'm your it also depends with the, with the relationship you built with your children. Mm. Some parents, yeah, you know that they yeah. are mother or not. Parents. Fair enough. Mother okay. So hence, I'm saying yes. like uh, perhaps I'm basing it on who I am, mm. Yes. Mm. and me as a mother who has grown up around so many heads. Mm. My child coming to me. If I was the last person to find out that you're gay, I would be so heartbroken that like, mm. have I not shown you that this yeah. is okay? Mm. But it's also but you not think, yeah. Yeah. But you not think that it's uh, about like a hierarchy thing. Yeah. Like if you're telling. If I just tell my friend mm-hmm. and not to say like uh, I'm putting people in, a, think, you know, it's just mm-hmm. what's like important. Like, but uh, what's happening is that you are thinking about it as you, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like like she is a potential. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I Her yeah. as a boomer, my dad as a boomer. Yeah. I, I don't even know how, how to start the conversation. conversation. And yeah. if I do start the conversation. Where do we go after that? Mm. Okay, right. Do you just high five the dinner table? 
part of the fear that people go through. Because once it's out, it's out. And also, their opinions are probably the highest. That's what you value the most. Spice to your podcast. Please, TK, why did you never come out to me? Why didn't you ever come out to me or your sister? Like, because I feel like both of us have always created that environment that we never made you feel exactly, and that's the reason why. Any other ways? So, like, why didn't you ever come? Like. Come out. Okay, Dr. Phil, let's get That's to the it. reason why, because I never felt like I needed to. Mm. Yeah. You were my today. sisters, you were my family, yeah. you knew me and you accepted, I knew mm. you, it wouldn't matter. Mm. Right. So it just felt like a, by the way, I got a, you know, <laughs> got a new pair of shoes. <laughs> it felt like that. That's why I didn't feel the need to come out. That's what so are you, are you, so you saying you have appreciated it? I have appreciated him telling you. I think that it would have Especially with the relationship that my brother and I have had, mm. where he was very closed off mm. um, and didn't really allow me into his life in, the, in, in that mm. He allowed me into his life as far as I'm gay. So mm. as soon as the line of I'm gay came, it was like, okay, this is where you end, yeah, and right. here I go on my own. Mm. And I feel as though if he had actually come out to me, perhaps we would have been able to go on that journey together. Mm. And if anything, I would have wanted to go on that journey with him, yeah. especially because I know how much um, the queer people go through, yeah. and it is so painful for me, for me to watch and to imagine that my brother could have gone. Ah, he went through it. That he could have gone through that by himself. Yeah. Really hurts you're gonna make us cry. Yeah. It, really, it really breaks my heart right. that like you hide your to, sister, man. <laughs> like yeah. that you had to go through people looking at you funny mm. or people making comments at you, and you mm. had to internalize yeah. all of that yeah. and go through it by yourself. And I wish that I he could have had somebody that he could have spoken to at that time to be like, Confided you know, today the taxi driver like did it funny, you know, and we could have. And especially because he was in high school and whatnot, I would be like, girls. Can I tell you? you know, can I like, tell you? You know what it was? I didn't want I think it's part of me being me outside of my gayness. Yeah. I think a part of me didn't you want to find it. Yeah, I, I, a part of me didn't want that to be the center of our relationship. Yeah. We had our butterfly kisses, we had our you know little inside jokes, and mm. that was enough for me to take me out and to forget everything else that was happening in the world. Mm. How the taxi driver looked at me, how the whispers were happening in the taxi as soon as I said short left. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Those whispers. A, as soon as you, you say short left, I did. I said what I said and I wanted to forget about that and just deal with what we are going what we are talking about I don't want to focus on that and that, I think that was part of my journey it would have been nice obviously it would have accelerated our relationship and where we are now it would have happened a lot earlier but and also sometimes you're still a kid yourself figuring it out figuring it out so you don't even know how to define mm. what, what you're doing. Yeah. It took me a long yeah. time to be able to say I'm gay. Mm. I only said it in my 20s. Mid 20s. want to be that thing that everybody's yeah. talking about so negatively. I only yeah. said I'm gay in my early to mid 20s. Yes. And I've known since birth. <laughs> <laughs> but I could only say those words yeah. in my mid to early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you. Okay. 40, so, some people are 45 and they still can so Some people will die not being able to say it. That is painful, eh? If you had somebody at a young age who would like say to you or tell you, like, it's okay to be yourself, just 
Evangelic, if you want to wear pink, wear pink. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Dina, we didn't have that. Yes. It was just me and me alone. Right. And I didn't it know felt how, like it was me and me, me alone. alone. Mm. I didn't, even if my family is there and they are supportive, mm. right? But we are so guilty. If I tell them, then things will change. Things will change. Mm. The dynamics right. are going to change. I like the setup right yeah. now. Yeah. And if I tell them, yeah, what if now? Yes, yes my family knows me. Know? Yes, my family loves me. Yeah. But this little bit about me could change, could change everything. everything and for a lot of people it yeah. does it, and does. it has that's true and you hear those stories and that plays in the back of your mind and you start like thinking actually i don't know if i want to go through all that because yeah. it's a lot mm. okay so just to wrap it up what's one thing you wish you would have someone would have told you mm. just one thing that people listening queer kids who are still in the closet mm. also appreciate hearing oh girl I, I wish I was told it's okay to be yourself. Mm. Um, I wish I was told that because um, I think my life would have turned a little bit differently mm. if I was told that. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> this this got a little too heavy. heavy. I just wanna <laughs> that, is it? Yes, babe. Yeah. I feel like yeah. as a kid to have gone through that by yourself. Ooh. Can you imagine at twelve? When all the every any other kid, all they had to worry about was getting home in time for Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had so, so much more that you were dealing thoughts, with, babe. Yeah. That's not no, but okay for but a then kid. I removed myself from all of that. Mm-hmm. Have you have seen. you healed? Have you gone back to oh. that part that you removed? Oh and... yes, babe. I, I yeah yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. TK message. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's the same thing with Humphrey. I don't know if I would have um, believed it, mm. but I think it. We I've never got that, and it would really would have been nice to hear that. Mm. Um, and I only and I, I like the fact that our kids now are very into the internet because it was the internet that helped me get here. Mm. Um, as soon as I I left the country. As soon as I left the country, I got into really, I really got into YouTube and I started watching videos about it gets better. I started mm. seeing couples saying it gets better. I started mm. seeing all of these things, mm. and that's what helped me mm. be able to say, "Hey, girl, I'm gay." So the message is, it gets better. The message is really, it does get better. It really does get better. Toto, to round us off. I journaled a lot, right? Nice. And from my journaling experience from when I was um, in grade ten, like you know, just about six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> But the common thread from then till about um, even till about my late twenties, mm. there was always something I was afraid of. Mm. There was always a fear mm. of being judged or being looked at a particular way. People talk, people are talking about me the other, the, in a particular way. So I feel like the the advice that I would have is to find moments in your life to be courageous in a day mm. and if you're fearful of something lean into it even if it's just one thing mm. because there's something about leaning into the things that frighten you mm. that you get the most growth out of it mm. and i wish somebody that's the one thing i was saying to, to me like outside of my sexuality i just mm. wish i was able to just be a lot more courageous into going less after fear. the things and less fearful and i for going like i want to be the most fear fearless person that i can be just in life yeah. but i wish there was something that was cultivated from when i was a young person yeah. mm-hmm. what you want to try out um yeah. the belly dancing try it out oh, yeah. you want to you want to you want to be you want to dance try it out you want nail polish on your nails just do it you want to put on that, that belly ring give it a shot um, and for me that was that Throughout my journaling, I realized that that was like the one constant thing. Yeah. So 
yeah, that that would be a four for me. For you, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Hopefully, maybe you guys can join us on another one. Would love that. This was such an amazing. Half the crowd. Half the crowd. All right, guys. Happy Pride. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the mothers. Thanks for joining. Hi, that's not a thing. Hi, that's not a thing. The mothers have their own day. Please let her know. Okay, fine. Happy Father's Day to the mom. Period. No, no, they still get Mother's Day. Happy Father's Day to the mothers. I will never get it. Am I the drama? Yes. You are the villain. Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Bye.